Welcome to Date Night Podcast. A tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. All right, uh, let's pick up where we left off. Please do, because I don't remember. Which was with breakfast at the Flying Hellhound. Uh, Oh yeah, I made What's-Her-Face trip. Yeah, she left... Poor girl. Eventually. No, not poor girl. And, She's uh, very came rich. And he was wrapping up when you guys were there, so he... Wait, I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. I'm just going to hold you right there. Rich people are... All right, Kanye. <laughs> She's not poor. She's rich. Oh, okay. I was like, compassion poor, not poor poor monetary financials. There's well, more duh. than just money, Mike. And I'm pretty sure she's lacking compassion as well. She's a great castle. Okay, I'm sorry. Please okay. continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he left a little while after while you were working on your second plates. And I imagine you take your, go get your deer after the hullabaloo with the clerk resorting out whose deer is who, uh, having to sort of uh, rearrange everything from the inventory that he had taken. So how Dern gets my hammer and I get his and we have to swap them back and forth. Yeah. You're not touching my hammer. <laughs> Well, somebody touched your hammer. No, you gave no, it. He's up. a paladin and nobody can touch his hammer. <laughs> it's a sore spot. <laughs> vows of celibacy. Oh, huh? those vows. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you hate it when you were in paladin school and they would come to the dormitories and go, hands off your hammers. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my hammer when you pry it away from my <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, usually rigor mortis sets it and that's kind of hard. <laughs> yes, it uh, is. <laughs> uh, we're just going to do this. <laughs> I'm just going to stay over here now. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I imagine you <laughs> will leave the hotel. What's your uh, – it's probably nine now, and, and the auction's at two. Is there anything you're going to try and do before the auction rolls around? Can we find Mr. High Hill? Yeah. Um, you could probably figure out where he is. Most Ooh. of the <laughs> most of the clerics, or clerks uh, live in Cliffside, so oh, if you one. started going around – Cliffside and yeah. clamoring up and down ladders for a while, you could probably find this shingle <laughs> or something. <laughs> Ask around. So as the dwarves go marching, we go high hill, high hill. <laughs> we're off to find high hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Josh, uh, roll an investigation check uh, at advantage <laughs> since some people are helping you. Your friends are helping you here. We're <laughs> helping. Investigation, you said? Yeah. 12. Okay. Uh, It takes you the better part of probably an hour and a half clamoring up and down ladders and uh, uh, cliffside, but you do find the High Hill uh, estate eventually. (laughs) You head inside. Um, uh, He's got sort of a, kind of like the other one you entered that had the one room in the front of the house, Um, but this one sort of has a a multi- room office kind of built into the whole floor. It's a multi-pronged <laughs> office. It is a multi-pronged <laughs> office. And oh, God. you've seen <laughs> some of these before in the halfling hills where like one floor is devoted say to business and then below it like is the floors where they live or whatever. Um, so you go in and there's just uh, just uh, like a receptionist uh, in the front there's nobody really waiting around, but she seems to be doing some work uh, in terms of organizing paperwork and, and stuff of that nature. And she says, oh, uh, hello. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, we're looking for Mr. High Hill. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, Mr. High Hill is in, if you wouldn't mind, just having a seat and letting me know your name. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a word and... You didn't sound too sure about that. Well, you know, I'm not too sure about anything these days. Oh, yes, uncertainty. I'll have a seat. <laughs> no, you you have a seat. I'll find Miss... You. You. I'll 
you know what? Sit down. I'll find. Forget the pronouns. Sit down. High hill. Find. Bring here. <laughs> <laughs> and she scurries turn, off and turn the- like can't decide whether to, to sit. Sit or- down. <laughs> Get back to the sit. <laughs> she went from zero to Nazi off there. <laughs> and uh, after a little while. Uh, a really old uh, tenant, like an elderly uh, halfling, comes out. He's down on a very fancy vest, um, and, uh, constantly kind of fiddling around with the little pocket where his uh, pocket watch goes. And he walks into the room, and he's just like, Oh, um, hello. Uh, one of you, uh, a warden, was oh, yeah, here that's, to see that's, me? That's, that's me, yes. Uh, yes. I'm um, certain about this time. You wouldn't be great. Let's start over. Uh, I'm uh, Aldelard Highhill, uh, but I guess you know that if you've come to see me, unless you have maybe came to see my brother. Uh, I think it was your brother. Was it? What was the brother? Because I have, I don't have that written down. What, what do you have written down? <laughs> He's what trying to decipher his handwriting. This is why I call Adelard? everyone fuckstick. <laughs> I have a G in his name, like Alda Large or something like that. No, no, that's Alda me. Bridge. Okay, all right. That's me. No, then it's, it's you. The G, the G is silent. <laughs> no, no, um, it's you. Yeah. Uh, what is it uh, you were looking for today? <clears throat> so uh, we've had a, a, a talking to you with Mr. Kahim. Cayman. Yeah, yeah, Cayman, Cayman. That's it. I don't know anybody. I, no, I do not. I understand the uncertainty you mentioned now, yes? Okay, so yeah, with the Lord Greycastle, yes, uh, he did retain me services. Yes, okay, well that's that's good because uh, we we we've had a bit of a uh, understanding with him. That uh, you apparently have some information that you uh, had given him about uh, Lucius Brimwhisper. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, uh, um, I don't know if I'm. Uh, Privileged to share any of uh, Lord Greycastle's. I'm not looking for privileged information. I just want to know that you have an understanding with him, so that he, we know we're on the same page. Yes, he he has uh, retained my services for uh, just trying to verify some information. I, I <clears throat> imagine has something to do with the auctions coming up. Perfect and refinery equipment. He just winks. Quote unquote. <laughs> All right. What's your insight bonus? Uh, I'm actually proficient in that, so... Yeah, so am I. It's a plus two. Okay. <laughs> You're proficient with a plus two. When you, I'm a minus one on wisdom, so... When you mention the refinery, he goes to... He almost kind of nods imperceptibly a little bit and then gets darted or whatever hey. and doesn't, doesn't say anything. Wank, wank. I didn't wink, know you wink. paladins were allowed to wank. <laughs> 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 Dern immediately pulls out his holy book and starts flipping. No, no, it's okay. It says it right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yes, but uh, is there anything I could do for you? Uh, no, I think uh, I think I have all the information I need. Is anything you guys wanted to know? I mean, that's, I just wanted to make sure he was, you know, working. I'm pretty sure this is your deal here. All right, we're good. All right then. Um, thank you for your time. Have a good afternoon. We, oui. we. Oui. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, I suppose you head back out into uh, cliffside, right? Again, <clears throat> sort of the area full of uh, different ramps and ladders and uh, halfling buildings built into the side of the cliff. So it's like ten thirty, ten forty-five. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that'd be about right. How much more crap can we jam in before the auction? Uh, I'm sure we can get a meal or two. <laughs> Do you see any kenku? <laughs> Don't know. Let me roll for that. Wait, they can't fly. <laughs> nope. I see two feet in front of me. 23. 12. 23. 23. Uh, you see, even from way up here, you do see the two kenku just kind of standing near the edge of the road down in uh, Coastside, in the lower district. There they are. 
Uh, and actually, with that perception, you see one of the Tenku come up in front of somebody and start talking like he's maybe begging or something, while the other one slips something out of their pocket. So we're up on top of a cliffside and they're way down? Yeah. If I shouted, would it make a... Would it uh, with, the o- with the ocean here, you <laughs> probably... You probably would know that it's pretty hard to hear anybody from real far away with the, with the ocean breaking. Even though it's the harbor, it's still it's a really big. If you look at the map, there's a big harbor. Just thought I'd ask. Okay. <clears throat> Anything else? What's next? <laughs> how many more things? Can we, how many things can we set on fire in an hour and a half? Oh, I think we could do like half the town. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head to the auction house. Okay. That's where I was going to go. But okay, we'll go where you want to go. Okay. Where did you want to go? I said that's where I want to go, but it's okay. We'll go where you want to go. I'm confused. <laughs> You're supposed to be. Okay. So from here, you'd kind of have to go back inside the mountain again and then up. So it's probably another. Uh, 45 minutes or so, get to the auction house. 45 minutes of stairs. Yeah. Uh, you get to the auction house by about, (laughs) uh, well, with that, 1130. (laughs) Um, they are not currently open. It looks like, uh, they'll open, usually they open Warden around 12, about two hours before the sale. They'll open around 12. Oh, so just sit there for a half hour. I think we can get some food. You've got a one-track mind. I you? do. <laughs> yeah, you can smell the street meats of the uh, local market mm, uh, back behind the meat. Uh, auction house and town hall there. What you got? Food. <laughs> so you spend about half an hour perusing the market, picking up some food. Getting a second good meal of the day in. It's very important. Yeah. Um, and then, what, back to the auction house? Yeah, when it's open. Okay. Well, when it's open, uh, you're the first ones there. Uh, you go inside. Uh, you find the clerk, again, up kind of in the front. Um, and uh, she just says, Oh, Warden, uh, you still have interest in the mine? Well, yeah, but uh, I also heard that there's going to be a, a, a refinery up for sale. Oh, yes, this is a late addition to the auction. Usually uh, we don't sell anything on such short notice, but um, since we were, uh, we had already um, s- uh, an arrangement with the seller uh, for another, uh, for the mine, uh, we were able to work it in real quickly. We We told him it has not been, you know, advertised, but he seemed... Not too worried about it fetching what it was worth, I suppose. Five silver. <laughs> no, no, the the auction. There's an auctioneer, you see, who will be here. Uh, Ten silver. No, no, I can't. Listen, <laughs> the auction will take place in the other room. Fifteen. Twenty. What are we bidding on? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a refinery. Twenty-five. <laughs> Um, <laughs> All jokes aside, though, could, do you mind if we go in and, and, and actually look at the, the document for the uh, refinery? I'd like to see it. Um, yes. Unfortunately, that document will be arriving with the owner. Oh, okay. Um, he should be here very soon, though, uh, from my understanding. I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> Oh, make yourselves comfortable, if you wish. And she points, there's the, the room that you looked in last time was the one with the uh, documents in it. That's just a small room with, mm-hmm. like, file cabinets and stuff. But she shows you into, like, the bidding hall, um, which is the inside uh, auction house here. And there's, a you know, a bunch of benches, kind of like almost church pews type style set up throughout this uh, auction hall. Uh, she asks before she brings you in there if you need to register to make any bids today. So all of the bidding takes place here, correct? 
Uh, for all of the... Um... Five silver. <laughs> no, um... You Ten! Will... This is the right room now, yes. But you will need to wait until the licensed auctioneer arrives and begins the bidding. You will hear... How much does he cost? Five silver. <laughs> Ten! First, we must get you registered to bid. This is what day drinking does to you. <laughs> Who's... <laughs> Who's um, registering to bid among ye? Oh, I. Okay. Five silver. Warden, you know how this works. (laughs) You've been here before. You've bid on things before. (laughs) Sorry. We have your information. Here's a number. You're number one today. You were here first. I'm number one! (laughs) But if I hear five silver again, by God, I'm going to break your number over my knee. Ten silver. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. That's my fault. (laughs) That's my fault. (laughs) I can't even blame you. <laughs> as soon as she says fuck me, Terry goes, it's silver. <laughs> That's what you were doing. Um, no, I'm. Well. And Trixie slips out the room. <laughs> I'm fl- flattered, I'm sure. I'll be in the other room. Thank you. Oh, me. Okay. Oh, my face hurts again. So uh, you just hang around for a while. What are you doing, Trixie? She said she slipped out of the room. Where did you go? Looking for a back door. With new friends. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, IRL. <laughs> Ma- make a stealth check at advantage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus my D4 for the unlucky. Oh, yeah, for rolling it at the Woo-hoo, morning. Lucky. You should have rolled it at the morning. Yeah, you have your luck back. Okay, plus stealth, which is 17, plus I'm pretty sure 7. Oh, okay. 24. Yeah, through all of the uh, bidding, it's not hard to just slip out the, the back while uh, uh, I think her name was Patty, but I'm not sure. Um, all goes the, back to the front. papers are kept in like the same room, right? Not the bidding room. That was the file room that was beside it. Not that was the auction hall. near that, right? Mm-hmm. It's next door, basically. Okay, so I'm gonna go around back. Okay, hide in a pile of crates and other stuff, like back in the warehouse. Sure. Okay. So long as I'm within like a hundred feet or so of that file room. Okay. And I'm going to cast Find Familiar. Okay. And what do you find? A rat. A little fey rat or mouse. Okay. You have it then? Yes. And I'm going to send it along the corners of the walls and everything over to the file room. All right. So your little mouse scurries along the... um, Again, your little spectral mouse, I guess. Yes. Scurries along the hallway up into the file room. Just finds a spot to be able to see, or is it looking for anything in particular? It's looking over the various papers. Okay. And I'm using it as my eyes. Right. So that means I get all my skills and everything, too, to see through it. Yeah. And so I'm going to go through and look through all the papers as well as I can with my little spectral mouse feet. Okay. The uh, There are two papers there for properties that are for sale today, but the papers for the mine and the refinery are not in the... Um, at least in the displays. I'll look around to see if I see any other potential place that okay. where they might be. Just and you can roll an investigation check. Eleven? Um, you look around and there are file cabinets and things, but it looks like, you know, uh the stuff that's pertinent to the day's sale is largely out on the tables. Like there are multiple documents in the areas for the properties that are for sale, but the paperwork that was for the mine that you guys took uh, is still absent, and there's no 
you know, nothing that's been put back in its place yet. Okay, I'll go back to the doorway. I'll see if the woman is sitting at the front desk or whatever. Yeah, um, looking a little flustered, but yes. <laughs> well, she just got for 10 silver. <laughs> Not responding to that. <laughs> Didn't expect you to. I'll try and skirt over to a different doorway that looks less used or less planned to be used today since bidding room and file room are next to each other. And I'll hunker down in the corner there and just watch the doorway to see if the clerk moves away from the table or if Lucius comes in. Okay. Um, After a little while, uh, you do see it looks like a couple of the town guard uh, come in and uh, move into the actual auction hall. I'm number one. (laughs) Yes, you are. Uh, So there's about... There's two at first, but more come in with a few other patrons uh, throughout the morning. By the end, there's about six of them. Uh, One who's stopped in the file room, four who went uh, into the auction house or the the bidding room, and one who's just kind of stayed out chatting up the clerk. Um, Then you see, uh, again, some of the patrons come in. Dern, you recognize one of the crests that one of them have as being from the Redstones, which is a, another dwarven family. Pretty good reputation, uh, lots of money. Uh, definitely into the refining and mining business. Um, there's definitely, you you know, get the idea that they're potentially here to bid on those type of operations. Uh, but for the most part, you see just kind of nobles um, who you don't really recognize or, you know, don't ring any bells. Uh, after a little while longer, uh, you would be the first to see uh, Lucius and Thunak and the uh, tiefling woman who had been in his mansion with him, now very dolled up, um, kind of a, even though it's the middle of the afternoon at an auction, she thinks this is sort of a, a fancy event and she's really in formal kind of garb. Lucius, for the most part, usually is too, but not quite as gaudy. Scurry across to the auction room, crawl up onto one of their knees, because I'm assuming you guys are sitting on benches. A mouse is on your knee. And then I'm kind of like looking at it and... This <laughs> <laughs> turn sets it on fire. Looking at That's the door. Burn it down. They, they have no idea that this it's, is... It's a spectral mouse. I know, but <laughs> there's a spectral mouse on your leg. <laughs> looking at you and then... Looking over at the door, back at you at the door, at you at the door. <laughs> um, I think we're what? supposed to look at the door. Make an insight check. I'll let you make this because I'll have to tell you anyway. Natural 18 minus okay. one plus two. Uh, plus natural three. 18 plus six. So 20 total. Dern hesitates a little bit when he goes to eat it. And <laughs> Worden says... Um, I, I think that's trying to tell you something. I think we should look towards the door. She seems to be pushing towards the door. Dern looks towards the door. You do. You see the... Uh, you don't recognize Lucius. You do. You see Lucius walk in the door. He's got his uh, kind of like a hat on, so you can't really see where his horns were. That's no, this mouse came to me. This is clearly my thing I need to look at. Ignore him entirely. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the uh, but he's still, you know, he doesn't have his mask on, so you can still see who it is and that he's a tiefling. Um, he's there with, uh, looks like a girlfriend or something, and his big Goliath, who you've seen before. Um, That's what Dern notices. Thunak, yeah. Oh. When you see uh, Thunak, he... Big, muscular, also kind of overweight, but a lot of muscle underneath it. Um, Basically a strong man. And you could roll perception checks, I guess, to 14. Okay. Nine. That's probably about everything pertinent. Um, But, yeah, so he enters. uh, He... It looks like he hands off some papers uh, to somebody, the clerk, and she brings them 
toward the file room, and uh, you see Lucius kind of whisper something to Thunuk, and he kind of posts up outside of the um, bidding hall, just near the door, but kind of between that door and the file room door. Bouncer. Uh, it's getting to be close to the start of the uh, auction time. You can see some people are actually bringing in a few items into the auction hall, like some potentially uh, maybe magic items or otherwise high-dollar antiques or something like that that they might start with before they get to the um, actual swear. sales of the uh, property. I'm still just waiting around. Or... <clears throat> yeah, and, and trying not to catch the glance of Lucius. Okay. Uh, you just don't... Don't acknowledge that he's there. It's just like having a conversation or okay. have, you know, just ignoring him. All right. Um, you do see uh, him like out of the back, kind of peripheral vision, moving around the room, talking to a few people. And then uh, he actually walks to the bench or the pew right behind you. And sits, basically, so that he's looking... Now it's uncomfortable. ...right over your shoulder. Now it's uncomfortable. You tried to eat a spectral mouse. It looked fine. <laughs> By this point, I'm assuming the mouse would have tried to wiggle free from his grip. I, I think it did. I'm not holding the thing ham-fisted. <laughs> mouse runs back Let out of go. the room, hopefully unnoticed underneath what's-his-face's... Legs and over to where I am. Okay. I... If I cast something as ritual, am I still concentrating on it? Is that a concentration spell? Find familiar. It says instant. It's not not a concentration spell. She can have it basically forever. It lasts for one hour. Ritual. I don't... It's not concentration, so you're not concentrating. Okay. Yeah. Then I will do my best to scratch out. I can't come back to the room in illusory script. I'm just wondering if I can cast another spell while I'm using Find Familiar. Okay, yes. Okay, then I will write that. And also, my hidden message will say something like, you have poop on your boots. <laughs> and okay. roll it up, give it to the mouse, runs okay, back and to pass them a message? Yes. Okay, so you receive, uh, the mouse comes back, this time with a little scrap of paper uh, attached to it. You pull it out, and at That's first... That's all you, man. It looks like just gibberish, like runes and things, but then as you look at it more, uh, you can sort of interpret the intended message as it sort of morphs uh, in your hand to, to the right vision. Uh, and it says kind of what you just said. Yeah. So you can't come back and we have shit on your boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the shit on your boots is in case anybody else tries to look at the note. That was written in regular, the shit Elu- on your boots part? Yes. Uh, so that if anyone else looked at it, that's what they'd see. There okay. you have shit on your boots. So that's what you saw first. This is Date Night, the tabletop role-playing podcast with me, Will, your friendly neighborhood game mom. If you want to learn more about the show, ways to listen, how to get bonus content, and where you can see art and maps, check out our website at datenightpodcast.com. You can also find ways to support the show there, like becoming a premium listener, buying us a pizza for game night, or sponsoring an episode and having your own message read on the show. Click the Sponsor or Donate tabs to find out more. As always, we appreciate your support in any way, from subscribing, sharing, sponsoring, or listening. Now, let's get back to the story. All right, so a uh, little bit of time goes by, and the bidding's going to begin unless you guys want to do anything else. Just Do we see Cayman? Um, Cayman shows up probably two minutes before the start of the auction. Great castle. They'll hold for me. And uh, Douchebag. he comes in, and despite the fact that he's there late, he's got... Number zero on his paddle. You see, as he comes. Damn it! (laughs) And uh, he's got a seat in the front, and he goes and sits down, and the bidding begins. Uh, 
they bring out a an old kind of tapestry uh, that depicts a, an old battle scene on it. Five silver. Five silver. <laughs> <laughs> and the bidding, you know, starts at about a hundred gold and it. goes up from there. Um, quickly, you see that there aren't a lot of items in here that can be had for too cheap. Uh, Cayman's daughter, who's sitting beside him, <laughs> actually uh, has her own number, uh, and she bids on a few of the pretty things in terms of like a, a tiara in particular. She bids probably too high for uh, and ends up winning it for about eight hundred and fifty gold or so. You see, gaming going. <laughs> no, he's just kind of got one arm around her. Uh, his, his legs are crossed, and he looks kind of disinterested. He's bid a couple of times on a couple of the pieces, and maybe even won, and spent maybe in the neighborhood of two or three thousand gold at the auction. But nothing that he seemed too excited about or upset about if anybody outbid him. But then uh, they do start selling the. Property. What are you doing to that girl now? <laughs> nothing. Five silver. Roll a uh, stealth check for it. <clears throat> You win. 19. (laughs) Okay. That has occurred. Yes. Um, And they they start with the one uh, estate that they were selling today. Uh, And it it sells in the neighborhood of uh, like 7,000 gold uh, or so for the property. Uh, And then the next item up for bid is the refinery. So the refinery comes up uh, and the auctioneer, for the most part, has been choosing kind of where to open the bidding uh, based on his estimates and sometimes coming down a little bit. For this one, he just says, um, um, we already have a guaranteed opening bid on this item uh, for 150,000 gold pieces. Five silver. So uh, we will start the bidding there. And he does, and he leaves the bidding open, and he's trying to. Uh, I got 150, but I got 150. That's a lot. And after uh, a little while of no other interest in the mine, he says, Sold. Number zero. Wait, is this the mine or the refinery? The refinery. Oh, okay. Um, and came and just kind of nods, no other bids on it. Um, then the, the next piece comes up, which is a, a small. But uh, highly valued plot of land on the coast. Um, it fetches somewhere in the neighborhood of 30,000 gold pieces. All right. For that, I'll go 10 silver. Yeah. Uh, and then the mine is is up next. So the mine opens up uh, bidding at about 50,000. How long has this been? Uh, probably about 40 minutes. Okay. Because of the few other items they sold. It's been moving pretty quickly. Um, it opens up at about uh, 50000 uh, with the redstone dwarf who's bidding on it. One other individual in the room bids as well. It's a half-elf man in his, maybe in his 50s. Uh, but he bids once at about 70000 and doesn't bid anymore. It's mostly back and forth between Cayman uh, and the redstone dwarf. And eventually... Uh, Cayman bids it straight from 75000 up to 100000 and the bidding stops. Um, they say sold to number zero. They say we just have a few uh, additional items here that we are going to sell throughout the course of the auction. And they bring out kind of while the property was selling, they had brought out the second set of uh, antiques and things of that nature from the warehouse. You've been seeing them kind of, well, you can't see while you're in the mouse form. Um, and they begin selling them. Uh, Lucius, when the sale of the two properties completes and they start bringing out the other item, stands up. And is, uh, you can hear from behind you his girlfriend say, no, no, I want one of those. And she's pointing at one of the new items that's come out. And he says, okay, okay. Fine. We will stay for one of these. We have plenty of money now, he says. (laughs) 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 
Ligue, ligue. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Turn around. Well, hello, laddie. Um, <laughs> word then. I am sorry. There was nothing personal. I must sell them uh, to sell the mine. You see, I am out of the business now. Well, uh, I understand that. I'm Mr. Dreykassel. He is a <laughs> he is a businessman. He is very savvy. I am sure he would want to keep uh, a man of your stature working there at the mine. I'm sure of that as well. If if you don't mind now, I would like to buy something for my lady friend, and it is up next for the. Oh, party. I mind. Um, are you going to make a scene? Because he runs the mine. Get it? <laughs> That's not what I meant. But okay. <laughs> and you see him kind of just bidding over while you're looking back at him on on whatever it is. And then as it kind of keeps going, he doesn't keep putting his hand up and down. He just kind of keeps it up. And eventually you hear sold and he puts the ticket down and he says, my business for the day here um, is complete. I am going to talk to the clerk and um, I'm going to enjoy my retirement. You better do it quickly. I plan to. And he stands up. And he kind of fixes his shirt. He and does he the starts, Picard tug. Yes, the, the, Picard, the Picard tug. tug yes. And um, he reaches out his hand for the uh, tiefling who's sitting beside him, and she takes it. Uh, she walks up to the front and takes the thing that he had just won, and they walk uh, over to the clerk's office. You're going to have to return that, you know. Came in, uh, hands his... Uh, well, his daughter already has a has her own bidding number. So Cayman kind of does the same thing. He stands up. He puts the uh, bidding number in his breast pocket. Uh, his servant, who's beside him... I have kind of my number and putting it in my helmet. In your visor. Because <laughs> it says one. <laughs> um, he... Uh, his servant is sitting next to him on the bench, so he kind of stands up and gets out of his way. And the two of them start walking up to the front along with uh, the redstone fella who looks like they're not interested in like these last items and they start heading out to the uh, clerk office should we follow oh of course this is where it gets good okay what are you doing Trixie? <laughs> i'm thinking it's probably been about an hour since i've cast find familiar it's getting close i'm gonna try and stay as long as the mouse will let me all I can in imagine the, is that the guys in the warehouse are moving boxes and they find this owl just. <laughs> that's why I was looking for it. Like, rolled back in her head. <laughs> yeah. Doing the whole, uh, jo- uh, what is it, uh, Bram Snow? Terry, are we uh, selling a stuffed owl? <laughs> we killed Terry. <laughs> Terry. No, there's more Terry. There's always a Terry. You missed that. There's always a Terry. That's why I was looking for, like, a. Yeah. You had a good Terry? stealth check. Ne- neglected corner. Uh, so you're staying in Mouse in the bidding hall? I figured I was kind of near the doorway anyway since they kind of were, I thought. No, oh. not really. Oh, well, I figured I was staying underneath the... The Mouse was staying under the bench near where Greycastle's daughter was. Okay. Uh, so you see shoes for the most part? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Did rat poop in her shoe or something? <laughs> nope. So you... Uh, she gave her the rabies, <laughs> the, <laughs> the spectral familiar rabies. Yes, you get Those out. The worst. A couple minutes after uh, everything, I guess. By the time you push through, uh, and Lucius is out there uh, pacing a little bit in the clerk office, and uh, Greycastle <laughs> is standing there, uh, rather slowly. Uh, looking through his pockets and talking to his servant and saying, um, uh, no, I'm certain I told you to bring, (laughs) excuse me, um, you know the name of, of Grey Castle, I'm, I'm certain. I, I didn't bring uh, any of my uh, paperwork. My, my servant here was, uh, we were bustling this morning. Um, 
I, Lucius. Fuck it, burn it down. It will just be a few moments until I can write you the necessary checks uh, for this purchase. For, you know, something of this size, you understand. And a little bit of patience is appreciated. And Lucius is... Fine, I will wait for this. And uh, he just kind of sits down over in the corner of the room restlessly, and Cayman's man uh, leaves as if to go fetch something. I go up to Cayman. What's wrong? What's your man going to fetch? Nothing. Um, I'm trying to buy you a little bit of time. Well, what here? Before I hand over the money. Well, I kind of need the, the proof. Oh, and did you bring anybody? Bring anybody how? From the town. What town? This town. Did you bring somebody to take Lucius? And he kind of gets quiet as he sees Lucius perk up a little bit. I'm confused. Authorities? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm from the temple. <laughs> All right. On second thought, I found it. It wasn't my man's fault after all, he says. I'm sorry. I I was quite excited to get the properties today. Usually I... Were we supposed to do that? Don't... I don't remember get that flustered. Me either. Okay. Um, my apologies, Lucius. Right, I'll just fill these out here. And came in, starts writing um, for his purchases that he's received uh, today. In the amount of put about my name on that check. 250,000 gold pieces. So you say that? Oh, yeah. My. Oh, brother. <laughs> and Lucius is, <laughs> yes. I am sure you would like that name to be on the check. Um, Lord Greycastle, uh, I can um, make good on these checks. This week, this afternoon, when can I um, make good with the Grey Castle treasury? And Grey Castle says, well, whenever you're near one, my name is good to anyone around here, you included. We agreed that it didn't have to be gold on hand, correct, when we had our conversation? Yes, of course, this is true. I suppose I will be visiting your homeland as the first part of my vacation. And uh, Cayman says... Maybe. And he Maybe not. leaves the two line on the check blank, and he pushes it over to the auction clerk. And he says, uh, I'm going to go see how my daughter's doing in there. Make sure she's not emptying that treasury, Lucius. Good doing business with you. And he walks back into the auction house. And Lucius says, okay then. He has written you your check. I hope that you will write me mine. This way I will not have to go to see his treasury. I can just get it here from the town. And the clerk starts looking at the check and saying, um, yes, yeah, minus the selling fees, the amount it seems we will owe you will be 237500 gold pieces. I can have that paperwork filled out for you shortly, and you can take that to the town treasury. I have no idea what we're supposed to Neither do I. <laughs> I'm just waiting to hit something with my hammer. Um, so she's starting to write him that basically that paperwork. I feel like we've missed a step. I feel like we've missed several steps. <laughs> Are we supposed to interrupt this? Where's that little halfling guy? We need the evidence and the halfling and hey, the hill, high hill. Don't you have the, the, the paper, right? And while she's filling this out, Cayman's man comes back into the door uh, and he hands you the uh, two tubes that seemingly have some oh. sort of documents in them. Oh. And he's, he's, um, I'm, he just slips them to you. He walks into the auction. I house. stop him. Look at the guard. And he just nods. So I guess we open the tubes and find out what's in them. Okay. Uh, you open them up, 
and they're there's smarties in them. No, <laughs> the worst candy. There's snakes that pop out. <laughs> um, when they slide out, there's a rubbing, and there's a um, testimony from uh, High Hill. Oh, excuse me, clerk person. Let me guess. Five silver. No, actually, I need you to write me that check. Two paper. <laughs> Two paper. Um, I'm five rock. I'll. I'll talk to the two of you in a moment. I need to write this man his check. We did make no, no. I don't a, think a you understand. Sum. I uh, don't think you understand. You do uh, not no, buy anything here understand. for five silver. <laughs> no, no. I expect you to pay me because of what I have here. Read this. What is this? Come on. This is an outrage. Look. Give me the money. I have places that I would like to he go. He slips her five silver. Just read it. <laughs> <laughs> All I want you to do is read. Okay. I'm deducting five silver. She starts <laughs> uh, looking over silver. the paperwork and she says, um, I believe we may have to get the authorities involved, but uh, what is I know this? she'd is like a... you to hold off on writing that check to Mr. Yeah. Brim Whisper. This. Come on. You have made a lot of money here today. Your commission, as I figure it, is over 12,000 gold. Now I'm tr- doing Irish for <laughs> too many accents. It is over 12,000 gold pieces. For what I have sold today, all I am asking is that you give me the money that I am owed so that I can be on my way. And I need uh, you going to, take my to irons out. a uh, persuasion check. Wait, him or both of us? Uh, him okay. at advantage with the help of the papers and you guys. I'm going to take my my uh, my manacles out of my bag. Okay. I rolled a five and a six. Okay. No, that's a nine. The blue one's a nine. Oh no, it is a nine. Oh, Not that it's better. much better, but she's um, saying, uh, Lucius, I believe you, but the paperwork will take me just a moment. Okay. If you will just wait, I will have somebody look over the papers you have brought when I can get them to it. For now, I need to write the check to this gentleman. And she All right. starts writing. <laughs> Burning it down. Um, can we pause for a second? Has anything hour. happened with the daughter at this point? No, they're still in there bidding. We're up. at the <sighs> climax of the story. What are you doing to that poor girl? The mouse has disappeared at this point. Poof. Owl wakes up, sneaks in, looks down the hall. Ooh. How long is the hall? Uh, about 25 feet, 30 feet. Nat 20 for perception of what's going on. There are people talking. You're really Them. perceptive yeah. of it. You see what's going on in there. Okay. You see a guard, a uh, town guard. There's already one in the clerk room who's still in there. You see another town guard start leaving the uh, auction bidding hall place Is with Bic- Cayman's man walking just past where Thunok, that big guy, is. Okay, thank you. Is Thunok, big McLarge Huge, still standing in front of the door? Yes? Big McLarge yeah. Huge. <laughs> okay, then I'm going to mage hand the papers from him and drop them in front of the clerk on top of those other papers. Okay, so while she's working, you're going to use your mage hand to drop the papers there? Yes. So you do, and she can see that it's sort of not the dwarves who drop them there. And they go in front of her, and she looks at them, and she goes, um, Lucius, it is going to be maybe a few hours before I can put these papers together. Um... You're free to wait around if you wish, but you do appear a little impatient. If you would like to come back, I'll have them ready for you shortly. And he says, this is fine. Thunak! And he turns to go. When he said that, Trixie ducked back around the corner for a moment. Okay. All right. So, um, so what's, why the change of heart? Um, they've left, right? Yeah. So he was quickly out. He's stormed off. Um, then, uh, his girlfriend is still kind of sitting there for a little bit, just admiring, uh, 
what she's purchased, which is just like a really fancy kind of set of furs. Um, and eventually she does follow behind about the time Thunak uh, gets over to the door and busts it open and goes outside. They're in the auction Thunak house now has no more doors. I hear that loud crash and I peek my head out, see that they're gone. Mm-hmm. And I not particularly stealthily, but quietly walk along down to the hall so that I'm at the opening to the clerk room, but I'm not necessarily where the clerk can see me. Well, you kind of had to be there already to do the mage hand. Oh, it's just one big room? Because I was thinking I was at the end of the hall. You would have had to go around, see around the corner to see the table and the papers and all that. I was just trying to stay out of sight where I could see the room, but Thunok wouldn't necessarily see me. Uh, So then I would walk. Technically, I guess Thunok had his sort of his side or back to the mm-hmm. door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're there. So that they can see that I'm here too. Okay. She says, oh, uh, guys. What have you been? We've been out here doing all the work. Well, didn't you Some see the mouse? mouse came up and, oh, all that. He? Um, he almost ate it. Shh. Who saw nothing? I you did. see about that time. You need to brush your teeth. Came in, uh, came in servant. Not not came in. Just his servant and the town guard come into the room, and the town guard just looks around like, "What?" Oh, we weren't sure if that was going to be a ruckus, so we we wanted to make sure that uh, nothing got out of hand. Is everything okay? I think I think so now. Um, the clerk My apologies. Says, the clerk says, "Um, would you be a dear?" And fetch the mayor for me. And he says, um, sure. Hey, who wants to know who he's boinking? And uh, <laughs> he goes to leave. Let me guess. Hi. And uh, she says, now, I'll have to verify the validity of these papers. But it does put into question who the payment for the mine should be going to. W-E-R-D-A-N. Where and then? I, I do know how to spell. You are registered here. Oh, no. <laughs> um, sorry. But it does <laughs> appear that perhaps you have some claim um, to some of these funds, at least by the laws of the region. I was just asking you to... Hold off on signing over the check. That's all I really needed. Um, would you mind waiting a few moments? No, not at all. We've been waiting for days. So a few more moments. The auction finishes. Although uh, I do have an airship to catch. I don't know why I'm looking at my wrist. Fantasy sword. Swatch, watch. Um, <laughs> and people start to file out. And Cayman comes out. Uh, I swing well. around to the other far side of... The doors, away from the door. Okay. And people do file out. You see some of them hang around like they're going to have to settle up. Uh, and the clerk uh, stops the auctioneer as he starts going the other way and uh, says something to him. Uh, they walk off down the hallway. Another clerk comes out and starts checking people out from the sale uh, and receiving their money or whatever, um, recording it into the ledgers. And then you also hear kind of a on the inside of the auction house near the end. And you see the um, Cayman's daughter walk out and she's just crushed. Like she's holding that tiara that she had and she apparently fell over on it. Broke her pretty princess tiara? No. You are a monster. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't make it. And he goes, I'll buy you another one. You are a monster. I didn't break the tiara. All I, did I have a- set entire villages on fire, <laughs> but never <laughs> have I broken a poor girl's little pretty princess Again, tiara. she's not poor. She's a brat. And all I did was untie she her shoelaces. Poor, poor as an unfortunate in these circumstances. <laughs> poor unfortunate soul. Yeah, you messed up her shoes and she fell over and crunched her tiara. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling bad for a gray castle. Yeah, I know. This is this is she's a snoot. This is wrong. So Cayman well, just kind of hangs hangs out there, 
uh, for a while, even though it seems like he's kind of uh, not in line to settle up. Eventually he does uh, settle up with the clerk for the things that his daughter purchased, um, but he doesn't leave right away. He walks over to you and he says, uh, so uh, how'd things go? Are you liquid? Well, let's just say that Lucius doesn't have a check yet. This is a good start. I believe um, I'll hang around. Um, and he turns around for a second. And just going out the door is the redstone dwarf. And he goes over to him and says something. And the dwarf stops. And he kind of shrugs and, and looks. And he, and he just hangs around, too. Then uh, about my hammer fingers getting itchy. Fifteen minutes later, the clerk and the auctioneer come out of the back, and uh, she has the papers with her. She had brought them back there, and uh, he says, "So uh, it appears that the payment for the mine and the refinery should be in the name of Warden Shieldbreaker." <sighs> that sounds good to me. So minus the um, commissions. Did anything in there about a Hammerstone? Mm, I, I didn't see anything. Oh, I okay. could double just, check. Just thought I'd ask. Um, it's a, an odd coincidence, I believe, that the total sale minus the commission is exactly the amount that Brim Whisper owed the mine. Hmm. Yes. Coincidence. coincidence. Cayman says coincidence. And <laughs> Cayman comes up and he says, um, while we're at it, how would you like to make a little bit more money today? He says to Do the we auctioneer. get to set something on fire? <laughs> oh, wait, you're not no. even talking to me, are you? <laughs> no, to the auctioneer. Oh, never mind. <laughs> he says, uh, Oops. how would you make to like, how would you how like, would you how would you make to like a little more money? Um, What did you have in mind? And Cayman says, You know that mine I just bought? I'd like to put it back up for sale. And he looks over at Cayman. Why? Hmm? Because somebody else who's interested in it now maybe has the money to pay for it. Well, I'll be dipped in shit. A great castle's keeping his wart. So you go back into the auction house. Redstone follows oh, fuck the dwarf and came and says, uh, as agreed, fair auction value. So the bidding starts. Turn it down. Uh, by the way, this is the amount uh, that you have in credit here is 237,500 gold. Does anybody have a silence spell for the other dwarfs? <laughs> The bidding begins at 50,000 gold pieces. Five silver. <laughs> do I hear 50,000 gold pieces? Okay. Warden. Uh, do I hear 75,000 gold pieces? Oh, I know. And Redstone bids for the 75,000. Okay. I have 75,000. Do I hear 100,000 gold pieces? Me. I have 100,000. Um, I have 100,000. Do I hear 125,000 gold pieces? 125,000 gold pieces anywhere? And you can see Redstone is kind of shaking his head. This is where he fell out before in the auction. And Cayman raises his hand. Oh, my God. He goes, okay. I have 150,000. And you see Cayman is holding his daughter's number. Flip faster, <laughs> damn it. Uh, do I hear 175,000 anywhere? What are you trying to look okay. up? Okay. Uh, do I hear 200? And Cayman's holding up his daughter's number. Do I hear 225,000 anywhere? Conquering presence. <laughs> <laughs> Cayman and the other redstone dwarfs. <laughs> and what does that do? It doesn't have a verbal component. I can just make them scared if they fail a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Well, that's a 17 and a 19. God damn it. (laughs) 
You suck! <laughs> it, was a, it was a good try. I tried. Um, uh, do I hear 225,000 anywhere? Uh, Is you're, it just... you're out, by the way. Huh? You're at 200. Now he's asked... Uh, you... Cayman's at 200,000. Now he's asking if anybody bids 225,000. Dern literally looks at the redstone dwarves and just goes... No, they're out. Dern looks at Cayman and just goes... <laughs> Do I hear 225,000? Me. Command. You cast command? Yes. Oh, we're going all out, aren't we? Whole hog fun tonight. Ooh, that's pretty good, though, too. Uh, It's wisdom? Yes, must exceed a wisdom saving throw. 19. Damn it. That's that's better than your spell save. Yeah. (laughs) And he looks over. When he says 250,000, Cayman goes like this, which basically means cut, cut it in half. He says 230,000, 235,000, he says. Okay. Um, so you bid the 235,000? Yeah. Um, you'll own a mine, but you'll be. I'll be destitute. And forced to sell to him. Two hundred and thirty-seven. First right of refusal. Thousand. Have to sell to him. Yeah. Two hundred and thirty-seven thousand. Am I in or out? Do I hear two hundred and thirty-seven? You're two thirty-five. Two thirty-six. Oh, he, oh, he bid two thirty-six. Oh, you, no, you bid thirty-six. He bid two thirty-seven. Do I hear two thirty-eight? Two hundred and thirty-eight thousand. How much do you need? Two thirty-seven five hundred. Two. Hundred and thirty. Yeah, we'll take the half bid. Two hundred and thirty-seven thousand five hundred. Do I hear two hundred and thirty-eight thousand? And Cayman shakes his head now. And uh, what do you have left? Do I hear two hundred and thirty-eight thousand? Two hundred and thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. What forty-six? Nice. Thomas. Do I hear two hundred and thirty-eight going once? 238 going twice. Five silver. Sold. (laughs) (laughs) Sold for five silver. For 237,500 to Worden Shieldbreaker. Okay. And uh, Cayman again puts the uh, bidding placard in his breast pocket and he says... uh, he he walks out to the front to again settle with the clerk. So he got <laughs> <laughs> he got a refinery for free. Uh, let's go beat him until his. <laughs> if you do the math, he got the refinery for the selling fees. Okay, I uh, say we go beat him till he pisses blood, <laughs> which is basically about twenty five thousand. As a, uh, opposed to the hundred and fifty thousand that he had bid on it, <laughs> you got your mind. I did. You'll make money. I. Yeah, I'm just to, pissed. You have to do business with a great castle, but you'll make money. And you are you still in there, or are you headed back out to the clerk room? Uh, I guess back out. Cayman's still there, and he sees you, and he says, "Word, I knew you would screw me." It was fair auction value. My daughter had a great interest in this mine. Bullshit. She had a great interest Warden, in Tiara. I make a lot of money on my deals. God, I love Grey Castles. And so this much. is not a bad payday, but making this much of your money. <laughs> I love Grey Castles. That's what makes it sweet. I'll send my representative to your mine shortly to purchase my first shipment for my new refinery. I know, me too. Um, also, Lucius is a sore loser. Be careful. I want to put a hammer in his face, too. I, I'm in the Goliaths. I just think it'd be fun to try. So, Screw it, let's go. <laughs> um, wait, uh, we got time. wait just a minute. How long before my airship leaves? Uh, you've got... Uh, Griffin hasn't come back yet. It was a Eight week. Eight hours, six so minutes. So you have like three more days. Oh, okay. 
Is um, it like, what is it, two more days before the mansion goes away? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we got a whole day to come up. <laughs> um, Warden, don't go anywhere for just a moment. Aye. We have a deed to put in your name. Aye. And she starts working on the paperwork, and after a few minutes, hands over to you the deed to your mine. Deed to your what? Uh, the deed to mine, mine. <laughs> the deed to mine, yarn. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed our date night together. Remember, you can really help us out by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again in one week.